Welcome, everyone, to the very first walk-on podcast. My name is Ryan Braithwaite. I will be your host. I am joined by two other fellow walk-ons, Christian Haynes. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Christian Haynes, a.k.a. The Black Badger, as most know. Um, I played at uh, Elizabeth City State for a semester as I was a walk-on there. But then I decided to transfer to UNC Charlotte, so I went to Charlotte, walked on there, played there for three years, and graduated with a degree in communication, mass communication. So, yep. Nice. Yeah, and, uh, and then also joined by uh, Jack Grauberger. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Jack. What's up, guys? I'm Jack. Um, I was a walk-on at Colorado State. I'm a uh, Fort Collins, Colorado native. Grew up a uh, CSU fan my whole life and uh, walked on and... Um, had some fun, exercise science major, and um, I'll be finishing up school this fall. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, and again, my name's Ryan Braithwaite. I'm the host, and uh, kind of just going to get things going on this podcast today. Uh, kind of just an introduction about what we do here. Uh, we are a walk-on podcast brought to you by walk-ons. We will occasionally talk about football, but we're mainly here to just talk about everything that it is to be a walk-on from our day-to-day basis, tips to becoming a successful walk-on, which is i.e. not being a walk-on anymore, and everything in between. So we're going to go ahead and kind of just start with our stories, kind of where we came from, kind of like how they did a short introduction. I just kind of want to dip more into like, you know, how we became and decided to become a walk-on for a Division One football team. So I'll go ahead and start us off. I grew up in Northern Virginia, Ashburn, Virginia, for most of you folks that might know the Nova area. Uh, and, you know, going into high school, my senior year, I played quarterback for Broad Run High School and not really had any looks. Wasn't exactly the fastest guy out there, but I was pretty smart, um, kind of athletic, at least a little bit. And then I was like, I really want to play Division One ball. Like, I can't, I can't not compete at the top level. So I packed up my bags after having zero offers, not a single offer. I had like one D3 school, think about it. And then they're like, we're going to go with another guy. So I had, I had zero offers coming out of high school, not a single star to my name. And I'm like, nah, I'm going to bet on me. I'm going to take my talents. And I went out to Colorado State to walk on. And whenever I got out there, it was pretty much everything that I expected it to be. You know, I knew I was going to be going from like, top of the barrel to complete bottom shelf like what is this guy like let's throw him on the practice squad and let him work his ass off for some cleats uh so i went out there with a a non-knowing pwo i actually didn't know that i had a pwo but they told me that i could have came to camp but being the immature young man that i was i was like i'd rather spend that extra summer time with my family and friends and so (laughs) I kind of screwed the pooch on that one. Uh, I had no idea, but come later I figured out that I'm like, that was definitely a preferred walk-on without them saying anything. Uh, so I screwed the pooch to begin with, uh, went out to play underneath Bobo and, and, and really, you know, just worked my butt off, gained a lot of friends, gained a lot of uh, brothers in my opinion. I had a great time covering Michael Gallup, who's a ridiculous receiver as a freshman. I'm talking, I played quarterback my whole life and then I come into Division One football, and they're like, yeah, we're going to put you at corner. Oh, okay, let's do it. And so I had to cover this, this, this like, you know, um, draft prospect receiver, like, almost every day. And I'm like, God, maybe, 
Maybe they say it for me, I don't know. <laughs> but I kept working, kept working, didn't really see the, um, the silver lining for me at, at that university. And I, and I didn't really you know, feel like I was gonna be going on scholarship anytime soon. So I kind of just packed my bags up. I was like, you know, I wasn't really happy with my decision. Just kind of got to, I feel like I got to go somewhere. I got I to stay moving. I can't be stagnant. I feel like I'm not going anywhere. And so I packed my bags up and I actually applied to two schools. Uh, I applied to UNC Charlotte and ODU. And by the time it was like my time to make a decision, ODU still hadn't gotten back to me, but UNC Charlotte accepted me. And I was like, guess I'm going to Charlotte. Packed up my bags, headed out to Charlotte. I got to Charlotte and the coaches got fired the second I got there. So these new coaches that came in had no idea who I was at all. They're like, Ryan who? And I had to come up to the office and I was like, hey, I was supposed to come onto this team, but then the coaches are no longer here. So how do you want to do this? And they're like, oh, you can try out. And I was like, oh no, I got to try out. I was like, I couldn't believe it because I was going from like a, you know, a pretty, pretty good Mountain West team coming to the Conference USA. I thought I was going to be able to work out with the team and just kind of smooth, smooth my way into things. But no, I actually had to try out. And I remember watching tryouts at Colorado State and I was thinking like, oh, this is so silly. Why would anyone do this? And here I am doing it. So I tried out and the coaches were like, oh, you're doing a great job. Keep it up. We'll give you a call by Friday if you made the team. If not, sorry, better luck next year. I never got a call. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't I didn't make the team. I, I, I traveled all this way and I really didn't make the team. So I was like, I gotta like, I gotta hear it. So I went into the office first thing Monday morning and I walk in and, and I see like three guys and they're like, oh, you got the call, nice. And I'm like, crap <laughs> like that really just like sealed the fate for me and I was like my college career for football is over as I know it I walk into Carter's office who is our like head of football operations I go hey Carter um and he goes Braithwaite right I'm like yeah and he goes we want to give you a chance uh, go ahead and come back later today and we'll get you suited up and I, I was like oh, okay <laughs> I, no idea what happened come to find out months later he's like yeah we didn't have your number saved properly i'm like wow so if i didn't go in there i would not have been playing football made my way into you know starting for special teams for uh team of charlotte uh you know advancing into our first winning football season in program history and our first bowl game in program history so that was near and dear to my heart i was super excited to be a part of not only that team but but that accomplishment to be able to say like, yeah, I'm attached to that Charlotte team and I, and I played for that Charlotte team. Uh, so that's where I'm at now. And, uh, you know, hopefully have another uh, bowl appearance this year and, you know, hopefully finally put a ring on my finger. But uh, that's pretty much the general case of my story. Uh, go ahead, Jack, if you want to go ahead and go next, love to hear your story. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm Jack Rauberger. I'm a uh, Fort Collins, Colorado native. Um, Born and raised here. My parents went to CSU. Um, so I, I grew up bleeding green and gold. Um, and that was that was everything that I always wanted um, since I was a little kid to play football for the Rams. And I would say growing up, I was an above average player. I was really small. Um, but, you know, I was kind of scrappy and had some heart. And then um, I never felt like I was a really good football player 
at least for Colorado high school until my senior year. I just really um, busted my butt in the weight room, got really strong um, and just, you know, worked my tail off and had a good senior year. Um, and I always had in the back of my head that I wanted to walk on at CSU. Um, but, you know, I didn't get a scholarship there or anything. I had a handful of Division II offers, some other preferred walk-ons, and I took my D2 visits, and I'm like, man, I don't want to like live in these tiny little towns and, and go to a college that's as big as my high school. So I um, walked around CSU's campus with my dad, and I just remember the day, it was just snowing, it was freezing cold, and really, like, I had never really walked around campus and I'm like all right I want to do it dad let's do it so I I got a hold of uh the coaching staff at CSU told them I wanted to walk on sent them my tape and um they ended up offering me a preferred walk-on um so I did it I I went for it I really had no idea what I was getting myself into I thought it was going to be a lot more fun than it was <laughs> at first because you go from being uh the dude at high school and then you go and um you're in high school or in college and you're not a very good player anymore um so i remember my first fall camp i get like three days in i'm like oh my gosh like i don't know if i can do this um so really that whole freshman year was was a grind um i was playing safety uh, wasn't the biggest fan of my position coach um, and just kind of grinded it out. And then um, at the end of spring ball, um, I had a decent spring actually. And I, I decided, I'm like, you know what? I want to transfer and um, I want to go like maybe do a division two school or an FCS school. And, you know, I, I ended up just taking the fall semester of 2017 off because, um, you know, I was dealing with some deeper rooted issues uh, with my own health, my mental health. Um, and then I decided that I wanted to go back to CSU. I miss my friends. Um, I miss that team. I love I love CSU. So I talked to the coaches, asked them if I could come back and um, really never. Uh, Really never looked behind me after that because I just made it happen. Um, came back, put my head down, kept my mouth shut and worked. Um, eventually got on special teams my redshirt sophomore year. Um, you know, and that was big for me. I got to my first game, I got to get in on a kickoff against CU and that was like a dream, like the Rocky Mountain Showdown. Probably ran faster than I've ever ran in my life. Um, <laughs> And, you know, ended up playing on some special teams, played scout team, um, had a lot of fun, um, made a lot of memories, and it, it really taught me a lot about myself. And then uh, eventually moved to linebacker um, and then just uh, just finished up my career last year at CSU. So here I am. Heck, yeah. That's uh, awesome. You know, I remember yeah. I remember that position goes very well. <laughs> and I oh, bet yeah. Very fast on that kickoff with like five two speed, top record for you. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably got it down under five. Oh, that's under that's five. even better. Yeah. That's just the adrenaline. Like record books right there. The adrenaline <laughs> got me going. Yep. Grayson, go ahead and uh, cap us off with your silver lining dream of a walk on. Walk on. Um, 
Well, I can definitely say, uh, well, I've been playing football since I was like third grade. I'm from uh, Jacksonville, North Carolina, so it's a military family. And um, I actually come from a family of six brothers and three of them all played uh, Division One football big time. And uh, all of them are six foot, uh, six two, six something. I'm five nine, so I don't know what happened, but it just skipped me. But one played at New Mexico University, the Lobos, and then another played at ECU in Grambling, and then another one played at Toledo. So it's kind of like you're in this family. It's like, okay, everyone went to D1, so I'm trying to continue to do that as well. So, um, I mean, growing up, I was never the tallest kid in middle school. I didn't play at all. I made the team, but never played. I played in, I remember in eighth grade, seventh grade, they had this thing called the fifth, fifth quarter. And that's for all the kids that didn't play. Well, usually that was for the seventh graders, but I ended up playing in it the seventh and eighth grade. So I was like, yo, what the heck? <laughs> and uh, like at the time, I'm like, okay, at least I'm playing, but like to my dad and stuff, he didn't like that. So when I got to high school, then things started to shift. So, I mean, my freshman year of JV year, I was all right, but my sophomore year is when I actually started training and actually saw that when you train, and work hard, the results show on the field. So I got addicted to training. And that's when I started to surpass a lot of these other, the competition. And uh, my senior year, I ended up being like um, MVP of the football team. Uh, I got athlete, first team, all area. So I, I did well in that, but I still had zero offers from everyone, like zero. I mean, I had coaches talk to me, I had Duke because of my GPA, they talked to me, but that didn't matter. So I had zero complete offers anywhere. Uh, my coaches, they helped me a bit. I mean, it was really on some, like, if I had asked them to help me, they would help me. But they had my head coach that was there for years left. So it kind of had me leave, like, like, what do I do now? So basically, my parents are the ones that why I started, even got to college to play football. Uh, I mean, I was emailing everybody. I even emailed Charlotte, but I, at the time, they didn't must have didn't see it. Um, I emailed JUCOs, uh, everything, and like nobody was getting in touch with me. And then I think what it was, I went to visit Winston-Salem just as a student, and there was a mom that was with her son, and she told us about Elizabeth City. So my mom decided to email Elizabeth City, their coaches, and see what they thought about what I can do. And they emailed me back and said they would let me on the team. So uh, I actually got accepted to Charlotte in the for the spring semester, but not that fall semester. So I didn't want to take off and not play any football for the fall. So I was like, okay, well, I might as well sacrifice and just go to Elizabeth City because D2, football's football, I don't care. So I regret, I don't, I don't regret it, but I went there for orientation. I was already accepting. I was like, where the heck, where the heck am I at? <laughs> so like, I, I don't know if it was because the grass wasn't cut or anything, but like, oh, no. I was just like, yo, this is this is not what I need to be doing. But I didn't care at the time because I wanted to play football. And um, it was a bit of an experience. It was definitely, Elizabeth City was an experience. I, I definitely have good times. You know, I have a crowd of people that I still talk to from Elizabeth City. But um, I mean, I definitely, I was just a walk on there. No one knew. And um, I mean, there's this one story I'm going to tell real quick and then go on. But uh, there's this one story, we, it was the first time we were hitting, actually we just had shoulder pads and shorts, and we were doing one-on-ones with the receiver, so basically the receiver caught the ball, and then it was just one-on-one DB receiver, boom, and um, 
I I went next, and um, I actually went against the the best receiver on the team. He was like six two, two ten. I don't know. He he was way bigger than me. Like you, you know how how big I was yeah, at Charlotte. Now like I slimmed down. This is how I looked at Elizabeth City. <laughs> but uh, the the heart and the courage and how tackling all that that I've always never always would do that. But um, so yeah, the the coaches we I set up against him and this dude. They hiked the ball, gave it to him, and this dude runs me over. I didn't think we were hitting because we just had shorts and shoulder pads. This dude runs me over. Oh, I'm embarrassed because, like, I'm not used to getting run over. I'm usually delivering the hit. Right. So he runs me over. And I'm just like, dang, everyone's like, man, why you do that to that freshman? He's just like, yeah. I was like, dang. And then I was just sitting there. I was like, I asked him, I was like, what's his name? And then there was like, so and so. I was like, so I called him out in front of everyone. I was like, yo, let's go again. And he looked at me, he was like, you sure you want to do this to yourself, Preston? I was like, I didn't even say nothing. He just kept talking. I was like, you only a buck 50. I don't know if you want to do this to yourself. And everyone was just watching. And the receiver talk coach was like, yo, be quiet, just just go. So I line up again, he comes and they blow the whistle. Boom, I pick him up, slam him. Everyone's like, ah, ah, I'm going crazy. Literally, like right after that hit, like he didn't talk to me for like three weeks, I think. But we're cool now. But like after that hit, like I gained the respect of everyone, and I would play special teams there. Uh, it was fun while it lasted, but I think the thing, like I really wasn't happy mentally there, and I always knew like I could play at a higher level. And I think what switched it was uh, some random kid. Um, I forgot what it was, but I remember he came up to me. He was like, "Yo." I seen your high school highlights. I was like, yeah. He was like, why are you here? And I was just like, dang. <laughs> You're right. Why am I here? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why am I here? So, like, I felt like that was kind of a, like a little message from God. Like, you got, you got to take this leap of faith and trust me. Because I was go I went to Charlotte with nobody knowing me, no coaches, nothing. I just went there out of just sheer faith and knowing I can get on the football somehow football team somehow so I transferred to Charlotte and um I came that spring of 2016 and basically um I was persistent and asking them like um what was going to happen with tryouts so I kept going and eventually they're like okay we're not having tryouts so I was like dang this is the first time I'm not ever playing football in the fall so I was like I remember going to my room and like getting a little emotional I was like all right so what are you going to do just sit here and cry all day or are you going to get to work like you got to eventually do something so I remember until that day like I literally worked out almost every day there is a point that I was working out so much that I got sick and I had to chill out like it was like consistent six days a week I would rest on Sunday and be back on it every single day I was going to the field house every day like legit showing my face just to show my face it was like I had a plan and then um, Coach Lambert used to have this show like on Mondays in the um, Niners or Miners in the Union some I, I forgot what the place was but he used to have a show so I was like okay I'm gonna go to the show and wish Coach Lambert, good luck so he can see my face. Like, it was all a plan. I had everything mapped out. I needed this man to see my face every time. And then um, uh, Coach Adams, I met Coach Adams. He was one of the DB coaches uh, when I was there. Um, I would, after I run the hill in the morning, I noticed they would have morning workouts. So I would just run the hill next to the football field. And then after I'm done at the hill, when they're done with practice, I'll go to the 
field house and just show my face. And Coach Allen was like, oh, you just got done working out? I was like, yeah, yeah. So he would see that I'm working. I was like, okay, this is the whole thing. So eventually I would just go ask to see if they was having trials and they'll be like, they'll let me know. So I come every day asking that. Then eventually they would say, yeah. So I was like, all right. Well, I kept coming asking if I could speak to Coach Lambert, knowing dang well they're not gonna let me speak to Coach Lambert. But I need to keep showing my face. So it was like just persistently working and then showing my face because it's like I just really wanted to get on this team. And then eventually um, I met uh, Aaron McAllister that year and uh, he was a, one of my classmates and he actually, um, we were really cool in class and he told Coach Adams about me and then Coach Adams knew about me because of that and then eventually Coach Adams gave me a call to come up to the field house and it was about me and four other guys that they were trying to it wasn't a tryout, they were kind of, it was like a preferred walk-on type thing, but they were trying to see what we can do within that spring to see if we can stay on the team. And then I got I got blessed to be on the team then, and um, those, that, those, that year was definitely like different because I didn't play football for a year, and now it's like, okay, now I'm going against a Division One athlete. So I had to like, at first that was my mindset, like, dang, these guys are better than me. But then I had to be like, yo, this dude bleeds just like I bleed. Like, ain't nothing better than this guy than I am. So I just have to keep working, being consistently consistent. And um, eventually I showed that I can really play. Like I can hit and stuff like that. And the respect just continues to grow and grow and grow. And um, I think I would definitely say uh, the first two years were good, but when Coach Healy came, I think like that coaching staff helped me with my confidence and actually wanted to play better than what I usually could. And that um, that spring we had, that definitely was a great spring for me. And um, that was when I actually decided, um, I was walking, my mom actually told me this, but she was like, when the spring ended and I had, like, had a really legit good spring, Coach uh, Hicks was telling me how good I did and stuff like that. My mom was like, why don't you just go and ask Coach Healy for a scholarship. I was like, cause like it's just gonna happen. She was like, what? What do you? Well, I mean, what do you have to lose though? This is your senior year. I was like, oh, you do have a point. <laughs> so I was like, I went to Coach Healy's office one day, and I mean, this is when he just came, so we were cool, but not as tight as we are now. Sure. But uh, I just took a leap of faith and just asked him. I felt like I earned it and stuff. And I mean, he really didn't give me a yes or no answer. He said he would talk to the defensive coaches. But I mean, he accepted, he thought it was cool that I even did that. So, I mean, time went by and um, it's crazy. I think when we were going into that summer, that's when I benched on Matt. I was uh, maxing out on a um, bench and then tore my whole right side of my pec. Yeah, and then, yeah, and that's when I was like, ain't no way I'm getting this scholarship. <laughs> Ain't no way, ain't no way I'm getting no scholarship. So that was like, I I, mean, I would pray on it, but not as much as I used to. And I was like, bro, ain't no way. Like, that was a good spring, and I felt like I did good. But I really did put in a, a lot of work to get back that August, which I think it was a longer time for me to get back. But that rehab, I took really serious. And uh, the day, I remember the day I was actually cleared to play, like I told Coach Healy, that's when we were going to the Panthers game. I was like, hey, Coach Healy, like I'm cleared now. He was like, good job and stuff. And he was telling me how proud he was for me staying positive throughout the whole process. And so we went to the Panthers game and um, it was my first NFL game. And I remember uh, Quay was like, hey, bro, sit right here. I was like, why? Everyone's sitting where they want to sit. He was like, no, just sit right here. I was like, all right, whatever. 
Oh, he's setting you up. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that's exactly why uh, Julie, she came on the bus and asked me what ticket I had. And I was wondering why she asked me what ticket I had out of everybody. I was like, right. I wonder why she just checked my ticket. So we I remember sat that. down at the game. Yeah. And we sat down at the game and um, uh, time went by and then uh, all of a sudden all you see is uh, this camera guy come down and he's like, hey, you're Christian Haynes. I was like, yeah. And he's like, all right. I was like, oh, dunk. I'm about to be on the jumbo trying doing something funny probably. And then all you see is my name and picture pop up. It was like, oh, Christian Haynes has uh, been done good or whatever. I don't know what he was saying. But, uh, but it's the crazy thing is I didn't even hear that they announced I got a scholarship. Like all I heard was y'all screaming and hitting me. And I was like, oh, and then two and two came together. You didn't hear it? I didn't hear it at all. Like oh. all, is it, all I heard was, Congratulations, Christian Hayes, you and then I heard ah! <laughs> jumping all on me and jump. I was like, I don't know what's happening, but then two and two hit because Tyreek had my parents on the phone and he gave uh, me his phone and they were on the phone. They was like, Congrats, and they knew and everything. And then I was like, Yo, what just happened? Like I was, didn't hit until later. I thought you just won a t-shirt or something. I was like, oh, cool. Like, what did he get? It was was like a full scholarship. And I was like, no way. I was like, yo. So that's what I'm saying. It was definitely like a blessing. Because I I, I think I really did lose faith on even giving after a while. Especially after that injury. I was like, because I couldn't do nothing all fall. So I was like, after that injury, I was like, yo, I'm out of it. But I thank God for that blessing. And um, yeah, I just, I ended up getting a full scholarship, uh, played a lot of special teams my senior year and throughout my career. Um, I played bits of corner though. I got in that corner this time, so I got in that corner. So I was never started, but I got in that corner now. Hey, you got, hey, <laughs> I can say, take the rest of the work, man. I mean, exactly. I got some, in some, some people can go five years and not touch that, that, that uh, special team side too, you know, so. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so. I'm blessed with my whole career of football, and um, yeah, I mean, after after the few games, I'm glad we got to go to a bowl game, but I knew, like, short thing, I was like, yeah, the football thing, I need to yeah, go ahead no. and put up the cleats, because my knees and everything <laughs> aching and hurting, I got it. Plus, I ain't trying to be guarding no Julio Jones and tackling Kareem Hunt, no. Ain't no way. My body. So. Oh man, that's that's a big thing, man. You, you start. You're a walk on for four, four or five years, and and you know, say you don't you don't see any uh, reaping of the benefits. You're just like, my body yeah. is so done. Like, exactly. what am I doing? <laughs> like, yeah. Jack, I know, I know you've had your fair share of injuries too. I mean, we've all been we've we played through a lot of just being hurt, beat up, like and everything. I mean, I'm playing on MCL right now. That's that's not really too nice to me. And, it's just yeah. crazy the, the type of uh, standard of injury that we have as opposed to other players because we know, you know, there, there's not a lot of, like, give and take for us whenever we get injured. It's like we we need to get back now. Like, it's yeah. not, not something where you're like, oh, I can take this time, heal up, get back, and I'll be good. It's like, no, like, if you're a walk-on and you get injured, like, your spot, boom, yeah. you drop to the bottom. And the heart <laughs> that sucks. So that fast. sucks, too. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no load management as a walk-on. I remember one practice, <laughs> I I don't know, I like hurt my back lifting, which I which I always do, and then um, I like can barely walk to the facility. I'm like waddling. It looks like I have a stick on my ass, and I'm like I I have to practice like 
because I was on special teams depth charts that week. And I'm just yeah. like, I just remember, I'm like, all right, I got to get a heat patch on it. I'm like, I'm in safety individual drills with another with one of our position coaches and we're just hitting and I'm like on the brink of tears. And I'm just like, oh man, I got to I got to get through this practice, man. And I'm just trying to get all through these drills. My back hurts so bad. And, but I mean, that's part of it. That's that's part of it. What makes it worth yeah. it. So part of the love of the grind and the, and the even more so the how much better it feels whenever you attain something like when Christian got his scholarship. I mean, it's just like, it's like the whole thing seems like it doesn't come together, but then all of a sudden you're like, well, there it is. Like everything that I've been working for, I attained it and now I can enjoy the furtherance of that. And so like, I, I think that's, that's one of the biggest parts of being a walk on is, is, you know, obviously there's people who have those great moments like Christian where you get that scholarship, get to celebrate with all your teammates. But on top of that, even more so, it, it sounds weird, but like going through the struggle, like with the walk-ons, it sounds strange when you think about it, but I really do like love the camaraderie of like the walk-ons and how we all understand that like, man, we are beat to crap right now, but we know we can't just sit out <laughs> or go sit on mm -hmm. ice or tell the trainers that we're injured. Like, I don't know what, it, it's, it's a weird feeling, but I mean, it's, it's, it's something to be said about it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. And then as soon as you do say something, they'd be like, what did you do? <laughs> it was like, dang, you ain't seen me out there in practice. It's like, I'm out here trying to grind too. <laughs> They're like, why Why didn't you tell me earlier? And you're like, it's, well, I... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're just stuck in between a rock and hard place. But I think uh, I think we'll go ahead and, uh, and wrap this up here. Uh, we'll get into some more topics later on. Uh, if y'all want to go ahead and uh, comment about maybe what you'd like to hear from either one of us or, you know, maybe a topic you guys want us to cover. Uh, but one more time, you know, I'm Ryan and uh, I got my boys with me, Kristen and Jack. We're going to be doing these walk-on podcasts every week. Uh, we're looking to do one a week every Sunday that we're shooting them and then we'll be posting them on Monday. Uh, stay tuned. We'll have some other walk-ons who have made it to the next level some different interviews and stuff like that so it's going to be it's going to it's going to grow and i'm really excited to, to have this opportunity with these guys so uh thank you guys so much for tuning in and uh we'll see you guys next time take care